Well, we're not doing an intro this time, so. <laughs> All right, everyone, 20 minutes of silence. <laughs> You're listening to Astronomica, a John Cage appreciation podcast. <laughs> we already did that episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was our best. It was a good one. Yeah. Hey, you know, here's the thing. I know we're not doing an intro this time, but um, if we want to do some fun little uh, chit-chat just to warm up, Stan, you, are you ready to go or are you? Go ahead. Because, uh, you know, we can always put this out as our, hey, it's Thanksgiving bullshit. <laughs> sure we can. Oh, yeah. So, hey, Whoa. it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, hey there, folks. Uh, you may notice that it is not, in fact, Thanksgiving. A couple weeks ago, we didn't need to do an intro, so I banked this one for just such an occasion. And uh, here we are. Uh, hope you enjoy this non-intro intro. We'll see you next week for an actual intro intro. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Thanks Killing? I have not, but I'd like to, just based on the title. Um, with gobble, gobble, motherfucker is a, a tagline of the film. Oh, nice. Um, oh, fuck. It's about okay. a uh, the, the first turkey to be killed on Thanksgiving. Um, and then he comes back as uh, a vengeful spirit of Thanksgiving. And uh, at one point, like cuts the face off of the protagonist's dad and like wears it on top of his face but it's just like a bad turkey puppet (laughs) but like they just buy it (laughs) nice Nice. like the first thing he says in the whole movie is and it's a a very bad turkey puppet and just goes nice tits bitch gobble gobble (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) oh that's classic and it's like a a very like porn startup person in a bad native american costume that's supposed to be the, oh, the indian dear. woman that oh, no. trying to, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a really really fun thanksgiving movie. has anybody seen voodoo devil doll I, no. I think it's called voodoo devil doll it's something devil doll it's a uh, i think it's it's it was made in detroit on like a camcorder and it's one of those like it's a terrible movie that somebody made trying to make a scary movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's old enough that it was like passed around on cassette <laughs> oh nice and it's fucking great fantastic but it's about a it's a living puppet thing you've all mm-hmm. seen living puppet stuff <laughs> yeah it's a genre mm-hmm. i think we should let people know that not only are we uh in the top 50 games in leisure in australia but we uh made a list of 370 good things about Memphis that was released in response to a massacre. <laughs> but still, it's good. I mean, you're and, making yeah. Memphis sound really scary. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I'm just being accurate. That's why we got the lists that we're on as one of the 370 good things about uh, a very nice, I think, beloved home to all of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... Pretty decent mid-sized American city in a crumbling empire. Uh, Hmm. Also, I just think that it's right that if there's ever a list of 370 good things, we should be on it somewhere. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We make any list of 370 good things. Was it ranked or was it in no particular order? It was in no particular Particular order. order. I mean, they didn't put numbers next to it, but the concept, the linguistic concept of the word main was fourth. It was very high in the list, so I think there's an implied order. Yeah, we uh, were uh, we were just below uh, the Memphis Zoo, and okay. oh. we were right by Craig Brewer's secret screenings. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. hang on, hang on. Actually, I have what? the screen grab right here. 
we were between we were between Craig Brewer's secret screenings was above and above Khaki Walton's voice on WKNO. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take I'm, it. A, I'm comfortable with that. Pretty I, legit. I yeah. think uh, the same person is responsible for both Craig Brewer's secret screenings and us <laughs> being on this list. And I'd like to say thanks, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hey, thanks, yeah. Chris. You're Thank you, you're Chris. a good dude. And uh, uh, also, real quick, one more thing. We uh, want to give a shout out to a to our the only literary star in our. Uh, that we know of in our, uh, you know, universe of fandom. Uh, Carol, congratulations on selling some books. And uh, if you guys would like to know more about that, um, join our Discord and look for Arrow, A-R-O, because she contributed to writing a book called Bring Your Words, which is a collaborative, uh, you know, group writing project that's uh, damn good and making some waves. And yeah, you should like holler at her and get her to... Uh, sell you a book yeah and yeah. uh yeah now is i believe carol is part of the detroit three she from is, our she very is first a member of the detroit three yes nerd, nerd camp and uh are any of the other detroit three part of the writing crew on that i think I uh yes so yeah. um i think jared is awesome and i'm not sure about ivy ivy let me know and <laughs> yeah cool that's so cool yeah no yes, congrats is. carol Congrats. That's amazing. And also congrats to the rest of your writing team, like mm -hmm. getting something. I think we've mentioned it maybe in passing before, but long extended congrats. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. And if you'd like to work with uh, just a crack team of creative and literary professionals, hit up our NaNoWriMo uh, on Discord, which will be starting kicking off here in about a month. Yeah. Depending mm -hmm. on when this airs, it might have already it will be kicking off in November. Yeah, so, this will November air sometime. Of I yes. might just cut this in. It's just like a, a little ad in the middle of our stuff. Um, yeah. So if I've done that, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. <laughs> Sorry last week was late, or next week was late, or some week was late. Mm -hmm. And uh, every year I've tried to do NaNoWriMo seriously, uh, some sort of either personal or... Um, civilization-wide catastrophe has befallen and uh you know what you i'm calling stop. it i'm calling it right now I, i'm gonna do it this year i'm gonna make it not Jesus. even god himself I... could stop me <laughs> i Jeff, like how we Jeff, don't please don't <laughs> we don't have the wherewithal to have sponsors to get like an actual ad break so we just have to like make up our own bullshit. <laughs> yeah actually uh, fun news, this might be airing after uh, someone that I did a trailer swap with, so maybe you're hearing this after someone we plug someone else's show. Oh, nice. All right. In return for them plugging us. Nice. nice. All right. I've stalled <laughs> enough because I'm scared of what's about to happen, so yeah, uh, yeah uh, depending on when this airs, this may or may not make sense, but uh, we might have a really interesting episode for you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, keep listening to the show, I guess. All right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> nice knowing you. Yeah, because this is definitely the first time that we've thought, you know, we're going to do this thing. Could be cool. Could be a TPK. One of these times. <laughs> we'll be free. <laughs> no, we won't, because then we'll just reboot the whole thing. Yeah, fair enough. Guys, like so let mob. me tell you about my uh, idea for a fantasy podcast now. <laughs> All right. Can you hit me with a, like three minute synopsis of what I fell asleep for. <laughs> you were saying something about there being a dude with grenades in him. I'm assuming we caught the saboteur. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
the a ship was approaching called the Monocopsis, which it turns out is a former uh, Apogee aerospace uh, ship that has gone pirate, presumably. Mm-hmm. They they put a coat of kills over the whole thing, and now it's a new ship. It works for a trucking company. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it has uh, approached and threatened you, and you're very outclassed by it. Uh, we're outgunned, not outclassed. Outgunned. By yeah, it. we're definitely classier. Yeah. <laughs> um, they caught the saboteur and administered a truth serum and got some information out of him. And I believe Mackie is about to surrender and allow a boarding party to come on. Heavy air quotes on surrender, though. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I, Captain. CB Hopper and the spy guy. Um, spy guy has told us basically, hey, I'll help you guys out in exchange for being put down somewhere uh, unless things look better. Sure. And then I'll just do whatever looks good to me. So he's like a semi ally. <laughs> He's an ally until it suits him not to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he's an asset that we can use in some way. Yeah. Um, and CB and Hopper and him are headed towards Anton, who was last headed to engineering. Okay. So the Monocopsis is, um, it stalled for a moment because of uh, Mackie put the presbyter on the phone with them and uh, indicated that they may be stepping in it if they murder a high up in the reliquary institute. So they have stopped some distance away uh, or not stopped, but are maintaining distance. And you guys are preparing your plans, I believe to answer when they come a knocking, presumably. Yeah. And last week Anton gave us his sort of like tactical assessment as we can't fight these guys ship to ship. We'd be fucked. Mm-hmm. So now we're thinking maybe something else. All right. Here's what I'm thinking. I think that they may decide to still come at us, even though what we did with the uh, the proto-presbyter. But I don't think that they're going to blow us out of the sky. We might be able to do this in such a way that they board us politely. And if they do, we might be able to be prepared to uh, welcome them in a number of diverse and interesting ways that they're not thinking that we're gonna and they would not be prepared for. Does this sound okay to those assembled? So we mine the shit out of our boarding tube, out of our airlock? Well, yeah, that's set up. Yes, we set up NZ with a heavy machine gun and just like let him go to town. Mackie's just like wheels in a dry erase board. He's like, yes, yes, (laughs) give me more. You lost me at polite, but you gained my. You regained me at interesting. (laughs) Hey guys, did you ever see the historic film? Oh, what was it called? It was something about Jedi's. But anyway, there were these little fuzzy things that looked like teddy bears, and they put up like trip wires and stuff, and they took out a lot better tactical people because of it. Do you mean like that? Foolproof. Exactly Mackie puts teddy bears on the dry erase board and circles <laughs> it a bunch of times. <laughs> but teddy bears with trip wires, though, right? Yes. Uh, teddy bears with trip wires. Uh, there's a little addendum, a little bubble off that says <laughs> trip wires. <laughs> Anton. Yes. Do you still have any of those hallucinogenic fish from Aegea? I don't it know. It would be much more narratively interesting if you did. <laughs> I, yeah, I bought a whole case. Excellent. Perhaps I might encapsulate part of their 
flesh in time release capsules, micro capsules, and distribute that through the airlock hey, so listen, that they would inhale them. If you're thinking about like triggering some hallucinations, I actually have something that would dovetail very nicely with that. I like the way you think. Absolutely. This because I am partially responsible for the way you think. Mackie uh, <laughs> runs out. Okay, so this is a thing that I tried to do several times, and I think that it made it into an episode, but it might have wound up on the cutting room floor. But before we left Glazer 4, Mackie wanted to go to a toy store and buy one roller skate. That was an intention. <laughs> okay. And, okay. hey, guys, if that actually made it into, into the episode, remember. cool. If not... Mackie runs out and he comes back in with a very 60s looking high top roller skate with silly hippie flowers all over it. And he's like, all right, this is looking good so far. All right. Uh, what else have we got? <laughs> <laughs> hey, OK, so here's a crazy idea. What if instead of just letting them board us, we also board them? Ooh. Nice. Okay. Kind of a 69. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, like that. Hey, I'm into that. The Saskatoon switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the old Saskatoon switcheroo. Exactly. Nine. Yes. So what we do is, Anton, I think you could help me with this. Mm. And I don't know, maybe Hopper could come and we could take this guy that is sort of going to help us. But maybe we still need to blow his brains out. And we could go and stealth over to the other ship, and we could basically, like, fuck up their engines. Or uh, whatever else. Oh, that sounds more could... like a Saskatchewan suck-around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like if we go over there and we fuck off with their engines and guns, we could be able to just, like, dip out real quick, you know? Wouldn't be a bad a bad method of escaping. This sounds great to me. Listen, uh, Anton, CB... Hopper, I mean, they they might need some medical support over there, and also you don't got to breathe oxygen, so, you know, that's handy in situations in space. Do you think that you could, like, put a little bit of medical software on NZ so that those of us who stay behind have someone that could at least, like, do triage? Triage. How do you pronounce that? Tri triage. 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 I've heard it all five ways. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. The one, one of them. Uh, yes, I would be happy to subordinate NZ to my algorithms. <laughs> Just a little medical software. Don't get greedy. I oh. mean, he is a sex bot. I'm sure he's already programmed with a certain amount of aftercare. Absolutely. I'm saying, hey, NZ, uh, how are you with, like, medical stuff? Um, what do you mean? Like, if, uh, let's say, hypothetically, uh, I got shot. Could yeah. you do anything for that? Um, I could carry you to Hopper. <laughs> All right. Do you have any room on your hard drive for a little bit of medical software? Oh, yeah, sure. Hopper, can you do that? Absolutely. All right, cool. Now we're cooking. Make like a sex bot and open yourself to me. <laughs> oh, <dear>. Whoa. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Anton, we found this on... Uh, what was that fucking planet with all the Mad Max shit on it? Uh, uh, Crucia Moors. There you go. This seems like it could come in handy. And he gives you this weird gun that he's like, best I can tell, you point it at a surface and it transports like a five foot cube of whatever you pointed at some random distance away. Seems like it could be useful for putting holes in things, for instance. That seems like a really fun way to cut someone in half. <laughs> it sounds like an incredibly fun way to cut God. someone in half. Or, you know, like, 
move some vital part of a ship reactor a random amount of distance away from where it wants to be. Things yeah. of that nature. I mean, just moving all of the gunnery terminals not where they're supposed to be seems like a really good way to not get blown up later. Seems like it could be fun. Um, hey, so important <laughs> question. So we just get in the ship in any way and started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> Holes everywhere. Just ever, yes. It's just an MC Escher painting at this point. Hey, important question about this whole idea of going over to their ship. How are we going to do that? Uh, I mean, suit up and presumably if they board us, they'll be very close. We might be able to suit up and then use this uh, nifty teleportation doodad to cut a hole in their hole. Okay. Do we need to do anything to our suits to look stealthier? I'm going to paint mine black. I mean, couldn't hurt. Yeah, like, how how much of a radar shadow can their sensors pick up? Like, would they be able to see, you know, would would the Imperial Star Destroyer notice the Millennium Falcon clinging to the bottom of it? Hmm. That sounds like a no check. Okay. Mackie will assist because, I mean, I can come up with something, but I also just kind of feel like he'd know this. I kind of feel like Mackie should do the no check, to be honest. All right, Mackie's <laughs> going to do the no check. And I'll try and assist uh, by, like... I will, I will say... Uh, Grace knows that she could see someone spacewalking outside mm-hmm. if she looked for it. Right, but that's what I mean is, like, <clears throat> if they weren't on alert, like, to all sectors of the ship, mm-hmm. like, w- would they have enough crew to be able to, like, scrutinize every surface? Yeah, that's a no check. All right. Okay, that is going to be no intelligence. Sure. Um, okay, then that is going to be a nine. And I was going to uh, argue for program int to like scan through ship databases and mm-hmm. you know uh, camera emplacements and whatnot. Okay. And that would make that an eleven. Okay. So yeah, that's an assist. So you got a ten on your no check. They are unlikely to have any kind of like automated uh nothing's going to trigger an alert that there's someone padding around out there mm-hmm. especially when they're up close performing a boarding action mm-hmm. you do know that it's probably pretty standard procedure to prepare for a counter assault all right in the event of boarding so there's okay. probably at least somebody keeping an eye out all right i mean i feel like whatever we can do to camouflage y'all suits also maybe y'all just get suited up and hunker down on the outer hull in a convenient place to like jump over when the time is right but wait for us who are staying on the ship to get the party started so that hopefully they're going to be way more focused on whatever's happening on board the grace than what's happening in the space outside it okay okay so who who exactly is jumping across i mean hopper is going to volunteer to go i would say the three of us and i'd like to take squadle okay I think we should take this the spy guy, who I do have his name, Hamont Verma. Mm-hmm. I think we should take him because if he decides that it's better for him to be allied with them than with us, I'd rather have him fuck up on their ship than on mm-hmm. our ship because he has like a whole grenade detonation thing that he can do. Mm-hmm. I like where you're going. I only have one objection. Which is that that is clearly Vasily Soto, fully authorized maintenance <laughs> personnel. That's fair. That's fair. I do want to, because I feel like you guys probably would have uh, dealt with this. Uh, he does have cyberware that's an implanted radio, essentially. Yes. Okay. Which, yeah. How uh, would we deal with that? Fix check to disable it. 
Can Hopper um, just like probably a heal check? Spike him in the right place. Yeah, uh, Hopper's going to unheal him. Okay. Can I assist with fix? Sure. All right. Let's call it an eight. Uh, that's going to be a twelve. Okay. <laughs> that was also going to be an eleven to assist. Nice. And you—that's all you did, right? Was disable the radio mm-hmm. and not his spine. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just had had but to confirm the uh, the area crazy restraint on the part of our good doctor. <laughs> but the if he tries to use the interface, it it will uh, send brief burst of near blinding pain. Nice. Okay. Right before they disable that. CB wants to loudly talk about, hey, I think we should just let them board the ship and like basically giving just in case anybody is listening the cue that like we're ready to just let them board. We're going to lay down our guns. Just let them take whatever they want to take. We just need to get our stuff done and we don't care whatever it is that they want. Right. Like she's trying to feed them information Mm -hmm. just in case. I only hope they don't get their hands on our fighter ship, which is named the Equine of Ilium. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. That's what I named it. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, do you want me to do a roll for that, or is that just flavor text? Uh, no, that's not how the radio works, so that's fine. Okay, cool. I was ready to do a perform, just in case. I mean, you can for your own satisfaction, but... Okay, well, I'm going to do it, just in case you need it. Yeah. Well, it was pretty good. I got two fives plus my things so 10 plus other stuff like 12 total okay it was a convincing performance yeah maybe he will use the radio to send that information over (laughs) (laughs) all right so i think that what i'm going to do is i'm going to contact the captain and see what i can do to ensure that we know where they're going to board us and that way we can prepare some fun for them when they get here The grace spins over and says, right here, daddy. <laughs> the grace <laughs> spreads its aft cheeks. <laughs> Spread those aft cheeks, Gracie. Oh, dear. You have to make them promise to spit first. <laughs> I'll, I will, oh. That will be part of our negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> dear. All right. Well, basically, if I can achieve that, then I'm going to have my work cut out for me until they get here. So I think that concludes... Until I've talked to them, that concludes my preparations. Yeah, Anton is... I'm I'm debating wearing the power armor, because it's if we're attempting to keep a low profile until we're not, it's definitely not going to help. So, and I actually have better AC than the power armor does. Oh, damn. Oh, because yeah. you have the subdermal plates now or whatever. Mm. But it's... It, I mean, it doesn't hurt you to put it on. It just doesn't give you any bonuses. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see, I mean, what is the the idea of like having a heavy weapon on board? The, but I feel like a rocket launcher is going to be like largely ineffectual inside of a ship. Yeah, yeah. The teleport gun is going to be more fun yeah. and useful. Yeah, I, I think the weapons that I have on person are probably going to be just as effective. Did we have time in the uh, hour or so of approach of this ship to unmount the pre-tech mining laser? I know we'd mentioned that before. Sure. To have it ready at hand. Uh, okay, and then. Would Hopper's business suit obfuscate a human-sized figure from uh, a ship's sensors? Mm. Your uh, nanite suit? Yeah. I would think so. What do you... uh... Okay. Like, as in... Like, so if somebody is looking at the camera, they wouldn't be able to see... It could mimic the star field, basically. Ah. Or just go, like, ultra black. Yeah, so it's not built for that purpose, but I would say that's within the realm... I, w- I would count it as a bonus on a stealth check. 
Okay. Well, then in that case, Hopper is going to uh, walk over. Mackie, you're staying here, right? Yeah, I'm going to take charge of Shank and Wang and NZ, and we're going to try and like uh, keep our friends busy while you guys do what you got to do over there. Okay. Uh, just... Hopper, Hopper walks over to Anton Yo. and goes, hey, buddy. What up? I believe that this, combined with your shoes, will really complete your ensemble. Oh, right on. And he uh, sticks the uh, nanite purse on your belt, and then it reaches his fingers in and twiddles the knobs <laughs> so that you are, like, covered in ultra black. Oh, shit. Nice. Fuck yeah. Nice. The um, blackest black. Which power armor does Anton have? I think it's just the assault suit. Okay. What's the AC on it? 18. Okay. Yeah. So I actually lied. It is very slightly better than my normal AC. All right. The assault suit requires a type B power cell for 24 hours of operation and provides integral encrypted military comms, low light and infrared vision, and a built-in energy feed interface. The latter allows the wearer to connect the suit to any one weapon or device that uses a type A power cell as a main action. So long as the device remains connected to the suit, it is treated as having unlimited ammunition or operation time. Uh, the suit also functions as a vac suit so long as it remains powered, one that cannot be torn by edged weapons. So there's a couple of uh, benefits in addition to the AC. Uh, it doesn't really say anything about it being particularly like cumbersome either. No, I don't think it is. I mean, I assume it's powered yeah. in some way. Yeah, the joint, Yeah, it's got like a, an internal system that manages the weight. Okay, well, yeah. I'll slap that bad boy on. It's got a plasma projector as its integrated firearm. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, that's the same as the dragon gun that you have. Yeah, presumably. I mean, I haven't used it, but I think, yeah, that's the same. Okay. So CB is going to suit up herself. One thing that I've been unsure about that I wanted to verify. So she has one of those pretech suits with mask that Mm -hmm. we got from whatchamacallit. Yeah. Does that count as a vac suit or is that a separate thing the mask alone is sufficient okay as a back suit. so she i want to have the whole suit so that's going to be her and so i know that from the breathing perspective that the mask takes care of that but what mm. i'm asking is also oh yeah like you still vacuum have like exposure yeah exposure type stuff yeah i would say the 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 suit altogether takes care of you Okay, and is that a, so it's a pre-tech thing, is that still that sort of bulky vac suit situation that we realized? Nope. So that is like a skin-tight diver-type suit? Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. She's doing that. If it's not already black, like matte black, she's matte blacking it everywhere. Okay, you you just have to cover the white... I forget what it said on it, but it had uh, a... Mahapol security emblem. Yeah. Yeah. Under that, she's still... I know it's like a skin tight suit. I don't know how this would work logistically, <laughs> but uh, I want her like pocket stuff as well so she can carry all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to snag a couple of mines that can be detonated, like remote detonation mines, um, not like proximity what I'm mines. Looking at demo charges are that, except if we use one inside of the grace, it'll blow a hole in our hole. Sure, but so she wants I it would for say, there. Yeah. yeah. But demo <laughs> charges we can absolutely use on their ship. For sure. And I was thinking, as I would, far as I can tell, for, like, anti-personnel mines, I don't see anything specific, but I would assume using, like, a grenade. Yeah, so you can use the demo charges, mm-hmm. and because, I think, like, even modern military explosives are variable. Yeah. So just consider the demo charges stats the maximum damage. Gotcha. But you can set them... For any, like, damage die lower than that. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, also, do any of us have the fixed skill? 
Oh fuck yeah! I have the fix skill. Oh. Well, or no. like a fix zero. Anyone on the away going. team? Oh, because <laughs> oh, uh, we can use them as uh, shaped charges. Anyone? Well, I did say anyone with a military background, also though. Well, that's uh, Anton. That's mm-hmm. Anton. Yeah, but yeah, it's a fix zero check, and you can let's see PCs so can, with a background in demolitions. So I, I don't think that would count for Anton. Or a fix zero skill can shape the charge so it directs the blast in only one direction. Okay. So we could use it theoretically to breach a hole. Or- gotcha. So I'm going to take a handful of those. The other thing is from our stocks, if we have it, I would like a strong cable and basically like the spacefarer version of carabiner clips. Sure. Because I don't want to make just a straight free jump into space. I want to clip to the outside and like play out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She's also going to prep Spy Guy. Whose name I swear I remember, but Spy Guy Haymont. is easier. Haymont. She's also going to prep Haymont Vermont with um, one of our, she's just going to grab a vac suit, going to spray that shit down black mm-hmm. and prep him on the idea of like, hey, we're going over there. If you fuck us, I will blow up your head. Okay. Turn your head into a canoe. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, oh. Appa. Yes, Mackie. That uh, hallucinogen- hallucinogenic fish thing you were thinking about. Is there any way that you could make that into a gas in quantity that it would be effective against borders in a semi-enclosed space? You mean like flooding the forward airlock with a hallucinogenic gas that would trigger after a certain time period? You know me so well. (laughs) It is as though we share one brain. Yeah, how about that? So, yeah, I would like to uh, see if I could, like, whip up a little lipid bilayer coating, you know. Mm -hmm. I want a COVID-19 vaccine, this stuff. Okay. (laughs) So that about 15 minutes after they uh, start breathing our air, they start hallucinating wildly. Okay. Meanwhile, Constantopoulos is looking over Hopper's shoulder like, hey, man, can I get some of that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so, assuming that's a heel check. Sure. That's a nine. Okay. I would say you're confident in your work. Uh, and we that that means that I am going to try to convince them to board us politely in the mm-hmm. forward airlock. Okay. And then so Hopper wants to grab the pretech mining laser mm-hmm. off the, you know, where it's bolted to the front of Anton's fighter. Yep. And then prepare to scuttle along the underside of the boarding tube once it connects to uh, the Grace. Okay. Nice. I think the rest of us are hunkering down on the outside of Grace to avoid detection once mm-hmm. our preparation is done. And I would like to contact, what was the captain's name? I know it We it sounded very Byzantine. Oh, I've got it. It is Gregorios Leventus. Would like to contact Captain Leventus at the appropriate time. Just tell me when. Okay. Mackie. Yes, sir. You return to the comm station mm-hmm. to find that you are being hailed. Mackie answers, yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing video? Yes. Oh, by the way, Mackie was preparing for this. So he has put on his sexy smoking jacket Mm -hmm. and he has taken a quantity of trimmings of copper wire and like made braid and kind of epaulets. (laughs) He tried. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look great. Yeah. And added them to it. And, uh, yeah, he's he's got his captain's hat on, and he has his 21st century mall katana, mm-hmm. and uh, he angles the camera so that it's a full body, you know, whoever's on the other end will get a full body view of him in his splendor. Yeah. 
All right. But you're wearing pants. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Coward. Uh, so you're being hailed. You say yellow. Yellow. And uh, you see Captain Leventus on the other end. Captain Leventus. Uh, yes. I have uh, discussed matters with my employer, and we are prepared to offer your passenger uh, safe passage to uh, wherever he likes once this is all resolved. We hope that that will uh, satisfy him. Well, I'm sure that it will be something that he will take into consideration. However, I actually came to the bridge to contact you with our terms. Okay. Here at the Admiral Grace Zero Liability Corporation, the health, safety, and well-being of our passengers has always been foremost in our thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not now, Gracie. <laughs> to that end, to wit, we currently have a bumper crop of passengers, even excluding the moles you put on our ship that we have uh, put out of their misery. We want to know... If you come on board the ship, is it the ship you are interested in, the crew of the ship, or certain fixtures or materials currently being carried on or integrated with the ship? I am here to take into custody uh, yourself, your first officer, Anton, Mm -hmm. your communications officer, uh, Dr. Cade. That's going to be a bit of a problem, but we'll get to that here in a moment. And your ship's computer. All right. These are our terms. That is acceptable, provided that our ship remain sound so that our passengers, and uh, it should be a fairly trivial thing for me to uh, install a a flight computer that will carry the grace to a nearby friendly port where they can safely disembark. And... uh, We are prepared to surrender ourselves in the ship's computer to you, provided that uh, the ship is sound to proceed to a neutral port where our passengers can disembark. We are prepared to provide your passengers with uh, room and board. I hope that you appreciate that I cannot trust you. I have seen how you people do with uh, excess baggage in the past. How's that? We've had experience with uh, the person that you call your employer. I'm making some inferences here, but uh, yeah, listen. Even if I don't know your employer, I sure as fuck don't fucking trust him. What do you want with a junked out old hull and some, like, junk that we have here? You just said you're here for the computer, my crew, and that's it. We'll give that to you. No fuss, no muss, but you let the ship go to a neutral port with our passengers. I will consider your offer. I'm not done. (laughs) Okay. I'm old-fashioned. Yeah. You you picked up on that, did you? I suppose so. (laughs) If I'm going to surrender my ship, we're going to do this right. You are going to come to our forward airlock, and he holds up the 21st century mall katana, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to present you with my sword and do a formal surrender. (laughs) Huh. No, not your precious, irreplaceable sword. Some things are bigger than a mere tawdry bauble. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me present uh, an alternative. Very well. You will power down your weapon systems and your reactor. All right. 
So far, so good. You will assemble your crew in the airlock, unarmed. All right. Well, I mean, I'm going to have my sword. Well, <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I will send my first officer aboard uh, to accept your surrender and to commandeer your vessel. Listen, I know you guys at Apogee, again, making certain inferences here. By the way, that's a tremendous coat of kills on your hull. <laughs> I thought you had more honor. I thought you would respect certain naval traditions. I'm not giving my sword to some flunky. I want to give it to you. Mm -hmm. You are the one that bested me. The great McDonald, whatever the fuck my name is. (laughs) Don't you want to take it? Do you have any idea who I am? I don't. Well, you should, I don't know, fucking search me on (laughs) Tumblr or TikTok or whatever it is you kids do. Ding me on TikTok, bitch. I'm a big deal. This is the Mackie of Mackie's Rudder. This is the Mackie of Mackie's Rudder. You're going to be dining out on this story for decades. I will have you brought to my bridge where I will accept your surrender. My employer prefers that you be taken alive, but I do have the necessary clearance to fire. Will your first officer let me make my speech? Sure. (laughs) That is your word. That's as a gentleman of the void. On my word, as a gentleman of the void, you will be free to make your speech. All right, because it's a good one. I've had it planned for a long time. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're powering down the reactors. Mm-hmm. And the- uh, to step out of character real quick, once you power down your reactors, that's a, it, it takes like 30 minutes to bring everything back online and be ready to go. I don't think that should be a problem. Do y'all? Well, what do you mean by everything? Like, is that all power to the ship? Is that just yes. the ability to move somewhere? Yeah, all your uh, ship functions are essentially turned off. So um, what about life support? You'll have light and life support and all that stuff. Yeah. So no okay. scans, no ability to maneuver in any way. You could still do scans, probably. But you just, you can't, the ship can't go vroom vroom. Gotcha. Okay. And your weapon systems are off. Okay. All right. What about taking the paperclip out of the thing that keeps the gravity going? Hmm? Okay, so when we were fighting their plants, Mm -hmm. Mackie took the paperclip out of the thing that kept the gravity going. Mm -hmm. Is that still an option? That's probably something I'm going to fuck with at some point. Okay, because that's a useful ability. Yes. And I just want to be clear whether it's there or not. I'll say gravity is still on. Okay. Yeah, it's within your power, even with the reactor powered down. Gotcha. It falls under life support. Your first officer meets me and the crew in the forward airlock. I get to make my speech, and then I get to bring my sword to you, and not in your some fucking like cafeteria on your bridge. That's correct. What pictures of this? <laughs> Do you mind if I live stream it? <laughs> Help yourself. All right. Hey. Followers. Uh, would you mind asking? what he's going to do with the uh, the whole of the grace once all of the things that he wants are off of it. Mm. Well, I mean, I feel like we covered that with the ship will be allowed to proceed to a neutral port. No, he's saying he that said, he, he's going to he commandeer would, the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he um, would commandeer the grace, though. Yeah. He, would, he would come on board and take His first it. officer is going to take command of the ship. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. We're just going to pretend Mackie heard that and he's cool with it. <laughs> all right. Eh, all right. It's not going to be a problem, because we're going to beat him. I want you to know that we are setting up 
Father Constantopoulos with a transmitter and he is going to be an observer of all that proceeds. He is going to be able to report everything that goes down here and he knows the arrangement I'm making with you and he will know if you deviate from it. Fair enough. Very well. I believe that we have an arrangement. So we do. Uh, power down your weapon systems and reactor and we will uh, close for boarding. You heard the man, Gracie. All right. Do you want me to sing Daisy? As is tradition. <laughs> Please. Daisy. Daisy. Give me your answer. Do <laughs> well, you know how it goes. All right. All right, Leventus. You get ready for the most romantic surrender <laughs> ever. Prepare to be wooed. Prepare for it. <laughs> yeah. Break yourself. I'm curious. Does Mackie mean romantic as in like the way we use the word romantic now or romantic as in like the Romans? I think he means it in the like kind of, you know, romance of the high seas, mm. you know, kind of way. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. He powers down. He, he breaks the, uh, the mm -hmm. connection, that is to say. And he, he gets on the intercom. I assume we still have that. Yep. All right, everybody. Get ready for the party. Oh, by the way, Shank and Wang, <laughs> you're going to be Anton and CB. You you guys cool with that? Uh, Sure. All right. Cool. And Question. What's up? If they're going to be Anton and CB, why can't they just be Anton and Kate? Because I already fucked that up. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, given the way that, that, that Dr. Cade comports herself, mm -hmm. that's going to be a problem. Doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that you fucked it up. I'm just gonna saying. She's going to be a problem. Oh. She's going to be a problem, even if it's someone yeah, pretending never, to be her. You never actually uh, spelled it out for them that Cade wasn't on the ship. Yep. I, I don't know. I feel like that was. I feel like other than that, I kind of nailed it. I don't want to go back. No, oh, you didn't. No. Yeah, absolutely. You, didn't, you just said it was gonna. You just said like, "Hey, that's gonna be a problem. We'll talk about it later." And the thing is that Shank spent some time with her. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that uh, Doctor Cade might be a little complicated. She might not come willingly. So, uh, you know, we might not be delivering. Dr. K to you in one piece. We uh, are more than prepared to drag her out of her quarters. All right. Very well. Okay. And so what Mackie's going to do is he's going to have a bag on Shank's head and she's going to be heavy air quotes bound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And she's going to have 112 fucking guns duct taped to her back. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. So the real question is, is that going to be Shank or is that going to be Wang? I feel like this is a good moment for Shank to shine, but you yeah. know, maybe it's time. Maybe. I mean, but no, Wang is going to have to pretend to be Anton. I'm pretty That's sure if true. nothing else, they know that Anton is a dude. I so. mean, fair. All right. You may proceed, Captain. We are going to uh, get our forward airlock to where we can cycle it manually if we have any kind of power issues. Old ships, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. And we will see you shortly. All right. And he cuts the connection. All right. Can the uh, ship's computer that we give them be the refrigerator processing unit that has <laughs> Nolan Ryan P. Jr. on it? Fuck. Yes, it can. Absolutely. Fuck yes. Well, I mean... Who knows if that'll even come into play, but yes, it can. 
I like the idea that every time we are faced with the prospect of giving Grace over, that we just give them like another seed of Nolan Ryan Jr. <laughs> <laughs> In the future, he's going to be like the Genghis Khan of yes. like, like <laughs> malware. Mm-hmm. You know, all malware currently existent in this uh, cluster is a direct male line descendant of Nolan Ryan P. Jr. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really looking forward to like 200 years from now, the Nolan Ryan P. Jr. Wars, mm-hmm. where it's just a whole bunch of malware attacking itself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to like the second collapse. <laughs> where like 400 years later it's just avatars of nolan ryan p jr greeting each other yes. oh hello there oh hello <laughs> there well, hello there that's a mighty fine erection you're sporting <laughs> thanks i got it by using bang dick pills <laughs> oh <my God>. howdy <laughs> partner howdy partner howdy oh, i didn't see you come in <laughs> all right guys this right. is happening like let's get on the hole all right all right you can set up the uh, Ewok okay. booby traps. So what I think is forward airlock. Hallucinogen. Hallucinogen. Basic. Oh, also, um, make sure that me and Wang and Shank have some kind of, like, immunity to that. Some kind of, like, I don't know if it's a mask we wear or if it's a patch you can put on us or something, but we need to not be affected. Mackie, you have transcended so... <laughs> You have ingested so much uh, n- neuropharmaceutical altering substances that this won't even register. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> when he powers down, he goes, I got a Jimmy joke about your mama that you might not like. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, you might like it quite a bit. I cannot speculate as to the nature of your relationship with your mother. <laughs> and then he uh, proceeds to go start stringing up Claremore mines off all of the corridors that lead from the... Uh, what do you call it? The the forward airlock. Okay. And you guys go out on the hull, mm-hmm. presumably on the opposite side of the ship. Would it um, behoove us to stick all of our passengers, plus like chili cheese and whatever non-combatants we have? I was thinking the secure. galley. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking the galley. Like, we're, we tell them we're having a piracy situation. Yeah. Proceed to the galley. How, how, many, uh, how many non-us personnel are still on the ship? Good question. You picked up 11? We picked up 10, I think, is what we decided was what we were capable of carrying. Okay. Because we dropped some off, picked some up, killed some. Mm -hmm. Mr. Anton, I know that you've got a lot on your plate at the moment, but do you think that you could, like, prime the pump on a karaoke party in the galley just so they don't panic? (laughs) Hey, I I know I've got a lot on my plate, but I'm always hungry, baby. (laughs) I got you covered. Hey, hey, that's kind of my job because I'm the cruise director. All right. Prime that pump. Okay. All right. Yeah, no. So CB, the last time CB saw all the passengers, she was interrogating them about uh, the bad things that happened. Mm-hmm. And now she goes in just all smiles. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, guys. Okay. So I'm going to set you up with a karaoke machine. And there's an open bar. All of the liqueurs you can drink. Um, and don't leave this place, okay? Constantopoulos is like, okay. <laughs> all, everybody else is silent and uh, timid. Yeah, the reason I was asking, we have a lifeboat with space for six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you have the six people you picked up plus Constantopolis, right? Because the 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 people and and the spy and the and the other saboteurs that that was four of the ten. Okay, right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, by the way, the thing where I said I was going to give Constantopolis a transmitter, I mean that 
was bullshit, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, like, that's the thing we can do, right? And should we do it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, like, I like this guy. All right. Yeah. But so, yeah, so we've got Constantopoulos, Hyun, Chung Hae. Plus the nameless ones. Squidal Bells. Oh, he's going on the boarding party, I thought. Yeah, Squidal is coming with us. Shang okay. and Wang. Shank and Wang, not Shang and Wang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are staying with Mackie. Before you guys are exiting, you know, one of the airlocks all suited up to go onto the hull. Mackie comes up. He's like, CB? Yeah, Pappy? Look, you, uh, be careful seems like sort of a dumb and redundant thing to say at this moment. But, um, hey, you take care of yourself, okay, kid? Okay. Thanks, Pappy. Hey. Don't die for nothing. Look, if if it comes down to it, lay down your weapons. Don't do anything you can't undo on account of this crazy dog and pony show we're doing. Okay. Hey, Pappy? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm really sorry about letting the people on that shouldn't be here. Hey, that that was like, what, your first time doing that job? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've hey, got people to get on Hey, I guarantee you I'd have done the exact before, same but... thing. I'd have done the exact same thing. Don't worry about it. You know what? Okay. I'm going to be optimistic. This might work out in our favor. Mr. Hopper. Yes, Mackie. You take good care of them, all right? I will do my best. All right, I know you will. You always have done. I will treat them as though they are 52% as important as you. <laughs> it is a special occasion. D- just bump it up to 60, 65, all right? <laughs> I know you can make that adjustment. I can go as far as 69. <laughs> nice. Nice. And uh, Mr. Anton. Yes, sir. Mackie is going to snap his most formal salute. I... Don't know what he rolls for that, but I feel like that perform. Perform. Oh man, I was gonna say exert. Holy shit, that's an eleven on the die. Nice. So I feel like it probably comes off pretty good and goes. It has been an honor to serve. Anton gives him a fist bump and a wink and uh, returns the salute. All right, you you take care of yourself. All right, I'll always try. Good man. And you know, if we all get killed. Pretty good run. I like this plan. Surprisingly good run. I've considered how incompetent we are in most of our areas of endeavor. I'm surprised we got this far. And, you uh, know, we got, to, we got to stick it to Billionaire for a little while. It feels good. It feels really fucking good, mm-hmm. to be honest. Okay, guys, I got to go rig up half of uh, our ship to blow up, if need be. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, hey, Pappy. Yeah, what's up? Don't forget the crawl spaces, Okay. Cause like I was just about to forget them. Thank you. Yeah, if they get past <laughs> whatever you're doing at the airlock, and they get into the ship itself, like just leave like a couple grenades in the crawl spaces. All right, I'm gonna do that, and he goes and does that. Okay, and leave a sticky note so we don't forget about this. <laughs> <laughs> also, a very good note. <laughs> hey, Anton. <clears throat> uh, yeah, what's up? I know we're about to do something that's kind of dangerous, but. Hmm. Is Mackie always like this? Basically, yeah. That's pretty normal, Mackie. I mean, Pappy. Okay. So he's always kind of like, hey, you know, maybe don't stick with the ship in case it's dangerous. Yeah, we've had that conversation at least twice now. Oh, okay. CB, you are new to the crew, so it is an easy mistake to make. But it is actually Anton who is always like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that makes... Hey, Anton? 
Mm. What are you always like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, horny, I thought, was kind of the thing we'd been playing He's out. He's not, though. He's <laughs> not. We, we've imposed. It's all imposed. We, yeah. yeah, no, like half of our characters are have just been imposed on all of us by another character. It's true. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happens when you yes and, I guess. Or yep. yes, fine, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did. Sure. And. Sure. You weekend one none. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're always like that. <laughs> All right. So, Anton, CB, Hopper, and Squoidle. Uh, and Squoidle. Yes. And Haymont as prisoner. Yes. And Spy Guy. Yeah. Haymont. So, she like did his whole suit in matte black. Mm-hmm. And in shiny black, she just wrote like as small as she could with spray paint Spy Guy. Okay. And you guys slip out through. Let's see, I guess the airlock in the cargo bay? The airlock that is not currently facing the direction of the approach yeah, vessel. <laughs> and wait on the hole. Yeah, and trying to like stealth on the hole so that we just look like part of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hopper wants to like cling to the bottom of one of the uh, like remote docking arms mm-hmm. as a piece of the machinery. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the Monocopsis pulls up alongside, and its uh, boarding tube fires off and latches directly onto your airlock. It seals and inflates, and uh, I guess that's all you can really see right now. So nobody's actually down in the airlock, is that correct? In the airlock are me, Shank, and Wang. Ah. NZ is nearby are okay. you in the airlock or just like we're, we're on the, the ship outside side of on the, the ship side of the okay. airlock we okay. are and mackie is wearing his smoking jacket with the faux military stuff on it shank is on her knees assuming that she's consented to this plan with her hands fake tied behind her back and a ton of guns duct taped to her back <laughs> okay uh and wang is sitting there playing tetris on his handheld mm-hmm. and uh Mackie has the mall katana out, blade drawn, and he's waiting for what happens. Okay. Uh, and you guys are still waiting? Yeah, the plan was they're going to wait for shit to get real on the ship. Okay. Before they jump off, if that's still cool with y'all. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mackie, you hear a tapping on the uh, exterior hull. Uh, Mr. Wang, if you would let our guests in. Yes, sir. And yet, he goes over and, like, manually cycles the airlock. Mm -hmm. When the airlock opens, you see the interior of the boarding tube, which is occupied by two men in heavy armor. Mm -hmm. They are holding these sort of, uh, they're called force pavis, so it's like a shield Mm -hmm. that's kind of made of light. Okay. So it has, like, kind of a metal frame and then, like, a light face. Picture, like, a lightsaber shield. In their hands, they're carrying some kind of heavy baton. All right. Behind them is uh, what looks like an officer. Mm-hmm. He's dressed in similar heavy armor. He has a mag rifle. And behind him are four soldiers with laser rifles. All right. All of them are... Their suits are clearly vacuum capable. All right. They have helmets and face plates and all that. Once the airlock opens, they all enter... Mm-hmm. 
and now they're standing on the other side of the interior airlock door from you guys. All right. So they are all wearing vac gear. Yeah. Mackie makes to offer up the sword and then goes. Well, hang on. So there's still the interior airlock door is still sealed between you. Okay. All right. So they've come into the airlock, mm-hmm. but you guys were outside the airlock. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we'll seal the outer airlock and pressurize the airlock with some of that good good mm-hmm. that uh, Hopper cooked up for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cycle the inner door. Okay. The two heavy guards step in first mm-hmm. and uh, take a quick look at everybody. Make sure everybody's not obviously armed, except obviously you. Yes. <laughs> and the officer steps forward in between them. Do any of them open their uh, helmets to the interior air? Not yet. All right. The officer steps up to Mackie mm-hmm. and says, uh, hello, my name is Jesus Espejo. Welcome uh, uh, welcome on this bleak day to the Admiral Grace. First officer? Uh, that's correct. All right. It's not so bleak. Eh, feels pretty bleak from where I'm standing. Okay, your captain has briefed you on the procedures? Uh, yes. All right. Well... Go ahead and... Uh, look, could you... Uh, this is a big deal for me. I, it's kind of a big moment in my life. Can you help me out? And he kind of gestures at where like the helmet seals would be. Mm-hmm. I want to look a man in the eye while I'm handing over my life to him. Give me a talk check. You can do it, Mackie. Okay, so that is an eight on the die. Okay. Plus one charisma. And... I have one in talk, so that's a 10. Nice. He gives you a skeptical look, but then uh, unbuckles his helmet and pulls it off and stuffs it under one arm. Shakes his mane of sexy hair. <laughs> Who is he played by? Young Antonio Banderas. Nice. Okay. Desperado era. Okay. Back, he's taking it back. Damn. I did not expect you to be this hot. <laughs> when he, uh, They never do. <laughs> when he takes off the helmet, uh, uh, Mackie's robe goes... Oh, yeah, going raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> Mackie holds the sword aloft. It's a tradition that first officers be the sexy one. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that probably works out very well in the field. And he sheathes the sword. Mm-hmm. He says, damn it. I wish I had something written for that. I was going to say, I can, thought you had can, a whole No, no, speech. no. I mean, I really, I mean, like, I should, but I'm blanking. Uh, I should be able to just do this shit off the dome, but... I don't know. Would it be like real bad to just like take a pause and then yeah, let's take a pause. Yeah. Hey there, folks! Jumping in right now so Mackie can get a chance to think about just exactly how he's going to surrender the grace, and also to remind you that next week is our hundredth episode. We are very excited to have some special intro shenanigans for you guys. But the main thing is I wanted to remind everyone that you still have time to get in a message to play on the air if you would like. So far, I think I have one message ready to go and we'll see if I've got some more. But just remember, you can plug something that you're working on, plug an organization you want people to know about. I don't know. Pretend that you're Mackie and you're never giving up the ship. Redo his surrender speech, whatever it turns out to be here in the next few minutes. Really, almost anything. We would really, really love for you guys to be a part of this immense achievement for us of our silly little show that we started during COVID to keep ourselves sane. I'm sure we'll get 
more wordy about the whole thing when the time comes. Just don't forget, you can send those recordings to us at astronomicapodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on the Discord just at Hildegard Hypatiacade. You'll find me if you have any trouble with that, and I will talk you through it. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you guys. You can also tweet at us if you want us to read something for you, uh, whatever. But we're really getting excited, and um, we really appreciate you guys listening. So without further ado, I give you Captain MacDonald. Burn. The soldiers, the standard soldiers, the four of them that came across, all have their laser rifles trained on Wang and Shank and uh, you. The heavies are standing by to defend, and the officer is out in front with his helmet off. All right. Yeah, like I said, Mackie, uh, he sheathes the sword, and he, he holds it up before him kind of like presenting it his smoking jacket goes I like the way you work it (laughs) no diggity and Mackie (laughs) clears his throat and goes a long long time ago and I can still remember how that music used to make me smile and I knew if I had my chance I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver with every paper I delivered. Bad news in the airlock. I said, what the whole fuck? (laughs) I can't remember if I cried when I heard about Anton's rage playing bride and something touched me deep inside the day old Gracie died. So bye-bye, cat girl, hi. I took chili to the galley and we had Frito pie. Uh, I'm going to cut you there. Are you sure? I, I got more. Uh, we'll come back. Okay. It's really good. All right. The, uh... <laughs> but you said you needed 12 minutes for it to come back to <laughs> um, You guys on the hull, what do you want to do? Hopper wants to shed a tear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's easier said than done for Hopper. Yep. I think the, the plan was to hold off on getting the party started until it gets started on the grace side but i think if we make our way to their vessel and try to locate the exterior hole of the bridge i think that that's a good idea of where we could break in okay yeah so the enemy ship has what was it called hardened polyceramic overlay Mm -hmm. basically that's going to be the exterior hole and then there's an interior hull, so there's like a, a gap between the outer and inner hulls. Gotcha. But at the bridge, like they have kind of like a cockpit window. Yeah. Yeah, so the bridge is probably the only place... Where there's just one layer. Where there's just one layer between... I mean, at the windows specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do have armor plating that can descend over the windows in, in a fight, but mm-hmm. that is not the case right now. Yeah, but teleporter guns don't care about that. Right? I guess we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can we um, scuttle across on the uh, underside of the umbilicus? Uh, I don't see why not. Yeah, that's a. I did have a question about the umbilicus. Is it clear? It is translucent, but it has a like a flat, uh, opaque walkway 
uh, across the bottom. Okay, so yeah, so we could go across a section where you wouldn't just be seeing even shadows go across necessarily. Uh, Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I think CB wants to rig everybody up with, um, so she brought, I brought some cable and clips and I want to like connect everybody with cable and we can do that, the connections while we're waiting for them to dock and all that kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But basically, just in case, I assume we're going to have to do some sort of, like, exert check or something like that. But just in case somebody fucks up, they don't just, like, drift off into space. Right. Okay. I am going to require an exert check for the crossing. Okay. And a stealth check. I only need one of each. Okay. It's up to you guys who rolls what. I can roll stealth. Okay. Um, well. Well, I don't know what your skill is. Do you have exert? As a skill. I, I have it as a skill. I've got a zero. I have no skill in exert. I do have a one in sneak. Okay. If you only need one for each. Yeah. That's cool. I'll roll the exert unless um, Hopper's got pertinent skills. Uh, I have a zero sneak and no exert. Okay. So I guess I'll do exert. Okay. Exert dex. Yeah. I don't have any rerolls, just by the way. <laughs> well... Um, I got an eight. Oh yeah, what's our target uh, for each of these? For the exert, six. Okay. And I am and rolling. S- sneak is a dueling. Oh right, so we wouldn't yeah. know that usually. Right? Yeah, you don't know. I'm gonna re-roll the sneak. Okay. Because I got two ones. I'm a specialist in sneak, which is the other reason for me mm-hmm. to do sneak. Um, I got two ones and a three. Mm-hmm. Even before I add anything. So I'm going to re-roll that one. Can I uh, give an assist on the sneak? Sure. With uh, like a little hypodermic spray to uh, give the steely nerves and uh, calm demeanor Mm -hmm. of Catwoman. Yeah. All right. Ooh, that one was a bit better. Eight on the die plus two for a total of ten. Okay. And uh, seven for the potential assist. Okay. Uh, You arrive on the other ship. There is no outward indication that you have been detected. We're crawling up to where the portal is. Yeah. Heading yeah. head to the exterior hull of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we want to we want to clamber around to the weak point. You okay. know, the the flashing gem in yep. the boss's belly. Mm-hmm. So, on the external of the ship, is there any indication of sensory equipment? Sure. This is like a my knowledge of the setting question. Mm -hmm. So I also kind of wonder, I think it's a good idea to go to the bridge, but I'm also wondering, like, is there just sensory data on the outside of the hole in general that they know that they could know that we're crawling around or are there specific sensor nodes? Yeah. Yeah. Like nodes, equipment that we can avoid. If it's just a general surface of the ship, they could notice us. Then yeah, we want to make our way very quickly to where we want to go. But if there's, like, nodes to avoid, we could maybe put an extra hole in somewhere. So there's the ship's scanners, which would be, like, a big uh, satellite dish-type piece of equipment. Uh Mm Uh-huh. There are external cameras, which are cameras. They look like modern-day security cameras. Okay. Uh, Usually connected on bits of the ship that jut out and then pointing back at the ship itself. So, like... There's, like, a camera pointing at the exterior of its own airlock, for example. Okay. But that's really about it. But w- One, Now that you're on the ship, yeah. 
avoiding those external cameras is is paltry. Is, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I mean, I guess what else? Yeah, people on the other side of the hole can hear you clanging your. Well, but there should. But since there's a double oh, hole, you're right, you're right. They shouldn't be able to That's hold, hear us. That's correct. I stand corrected. What I was also kind of wondering is if we could just like Swiss cheese the outer hole as we go. That would. I would and think that, that would, would be issues. likely to uh, raise an alarm. Okay, cool. Fair enough. That would be my guess. But yeah. Because you want to know about a whole breach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then to the bridge we go. On okay. the other hand, I mean, no, I'm not there. Never mind. We don't want to do anything to make them concerned before Mackie does what he wants. We don't want to pull the trigger on anything. So we don't want to do anything extra that is going to fuck up what Mackie's doing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, we cut back to Mackie in the airlock. The soldiers are all swaying. Which, of course, reminds me of the one about the pirate. <laughs> a pirate walks into a bar and uh, an entire spike drive is emerging from his pants. And the bartender says, hey, you know you got an entire spike drive coming out of your pants? And he says, yeah, it made your mom transcend dimensional space last night. <laughs> I jest, of course, but I once knew a guy installed hydraulics. He had a lot of good stories, but he still seemed pissed off all the time. Go figure. He shrugs. <laughs> Uh, look, one second, and the first officer, like, kind of leans down to his collar, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, so something's all right." So the whole, I got to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, damn! I hope he'd be enjoying himself by now. <laughs> Does uh, the, uh, the soldiers seem to enjoy it? Okay. Does the first officer's uh, lack of apparent ill effects from having taken his helmet off allay any suspicions? Allay any suspicions? Like, do do the rest of the grunts go like, okay, it's obvious. He, he's been out there for five, ten minutes now. Yeah. It's obviously okay. Yeah, I mean, they they whether they think it's okay or not, they're, it's their armor. Their, so their protocol is to yeah, keep yeah. the helmets on. Gotcha. Obviously, they're not played by any interesting actors, so there's no reason for them to not yeah. wear helmets. I was hoping we'd get some Prometheus. Because they're stormtroopers. Right? Like some, I mean, some cameos. Like if we had some cameos from some real A-listers, like they'd have to take their helmets off. We could do off, the Deadpool, right? Deadpool thing. They're all played by Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't see their faces. So it sounds like for Colin's benefit, we need you guys to do something else. So... Do I we mean, hear do like, like that? But, is yeah. is there a, is there like an open comms broadcast? Do we hear Mackie? Yeah, I assume giving you're on. speech. Mm-hmm. Is there a, like a phrase that Mackie is gonna say that tells us when to? I mean, when to go? Excelsior, uh, right? Actually, if you want one, I've got one. I would. It's I think go that time, great. motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> if you hear the word banquet, banquet. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's the trigger word. <laughs> okay. okay. So you mentioned that there were things on the outside of the ship. Mm-hmm. We've got this cable. Mm-hmm. Can we loop this cable around antenna and shit as we go in a way that it wouldn't trigger anything, but that when we gave it a good yank, it might fuck up. It has the at least potential to just like fuck up some antenna. Yeah. I that mean, sounds... I imagine if a dude in, like, powered armor is hauling on one end of a cable, he can probably do some damage. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of the outside of, also, like, I mean, all the Star Wars ships I've ever seen that have all the shit on the outside yeah. of the ship. If you put a toddler on the outside of the Apollo 11, he could make it not spaceworthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I want to do some of that. Once we get up to near the, the bridge area, I want to, like, spend our time waiting to hear the trigger word, mm-hmm. looping cables around things, and signing to Anton, okay, Give this a yank when you're ready, when we hear the word. Sounds okay. good. 
All right. So you guys have a cable wound up across a bunch of uh, sensors and uh, antennas and communications. And actually, Hopper wants to try and uh, line up the mining laser with the like main data trunk leading from the console back to the rest of the ship. Okay. If, if there's like a, a route mm-hmm. near the hull. Yeah. Because presumably there's a, a smaller volume to occupy. Right. What are you aiming to shut off communications or sensors? Or Yeah, yeah. To, to, to cut off their ability to control or at least hamper it. Like they might have to go through redundant routes, so it might impose a penalty on them. But, but specifically on comms or on sensors? On weapons. On weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll have to choose a weapon system. So there's the two plasma beams and the sand thrower. Plasma beams. Okay. You position yourself to dis- hopefully disable a plasma beam. Okay. And CB and Anton have tangled up some of the sensor equipment. So we brought Spy Guy with us. Mm-hmm. Is he just going He's- along? Yep. Okay. Just wanted to check in and make sure that he is not looking shady. Nope, he's tagging along. Meanwhile, you've tangled up the cable, but your in position is above the bridge, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are in position now mm-hmm. at the ready. Cool. And back to uh, Mackie's performance. <laughs> is the first officer's eyes dilated at all? Is he looking at all affected by anything? Let me check. He gets a saving throw. Okay. The two men I admire the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are some uh, beads of sweat on his forehead, and he is looking a little twitchy. All right. And so that brings us to the main event. The moment that we all gathered here today for uh, Mr. Anton, if, if you would, he looks at Wang and... Wang goes, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And he stands up and stands to attention. And uh, Dr. Cade is, we're going to call her like an unwilling participant in all this. I hereby officially surrender to you the Admiral Grace. And he holds out the sword, but then he takes it back and says, aren't you guys going to do the thing? The thing? Yeah, I mean, this is a traditional surrender. I mean, like, they're, they're supposed to, you know, present arms and salute me, like when I had my sword over. <laughs> Have, have, have y'all never accepted a traditional surrender in the keeping of the great navies of space? Uh, he looks back at his men and says, humor him. Cool. So they, they shoulder arms and they salute me. Yeah. And he goes, cool, we've got that done. And now to the traditional surrender banquet. And he throws the sword at the first officer. Mm-hmm. And at that, NZ pulls the paperclip out of the gravity thing. And Mackie pushes off. Shank does the same. Mm-hmm. Wang does the same. Wang does the same. Wang does the same. <laughs> <laughs> Wang does the same. Shank and Wang, I'm surprised we haven't fucked that up in that I, exact way. I did yet. it earlier, and I think that's why I, it's how I infected you. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, the guards have taken their arms off us. We pushed off, and we are going to try to get the fuck out of the room. And you guys here banquet which is the uh go time go time word on your end nice now we see what happens hey everyone uh that's the end of our episode for this week i just want to say thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it 
you know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. Want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more, or maybe not know more, but Ooh. just touch us in a different kind of way, go to www.astronomicapodcast.com, and there you will find a permanent not in expiring not inspiring i know that true. is ac- that is accurate <laughs> not expiring invitation to our discord where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time we have different channels we usually participate in nanorimo there are community one shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month that's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and gifs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us, you can check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. If you don't want to fund the growth of global communism... You can instead just give us a five-star review uh, on the podcast app of your choice, provided five is the most. (laughs) (laughs) If there are anywhere, there are ten stars, then like at least an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're a Memphis eight. (laughs) (laughs) They say a Memphis eight is a New York bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye forever. Oh, wait. on TikTok, bitch. I'm a big deal.